Hey friend, Mike McCurry here. Welcome back to Bible Tract Echoes. I'm so very thankful for the opportunity to speak to you today. I'm going to ask you to grab your Bibles. I'm going to talk, first of all, about why this discussion that stretched into this, the fourth day of Bible Tract Echoes, I feel is so very important. We're talking about purity. Purity of all things. It's amazing to me how seldom this is talked about, and I realize I looked back. I didn't look at every single broadcast that I've done, but I've been the host of this program for over three years now, and it has been few and far between that I've talked about the Christian's purity before God. If we truly want revival, if we truly want God to bless, then maybe we should take more seriously what He takes seriously. If you would grab your Bibles, go to the book of James chapter 1. James 1 verse 14. James 1 and verse 14. I'm going to dive right in. We've talked about purity. We've talked about the fact that this is coming straight from notes in my prayer journal because purity is one of the very first things that I pray for. I strive to pray for it on a daily basis, but there are often days that I miss, that I'm not as pure as I should be, and I don't take the time, I don't set aside the time to pray, but I strive to put together as long of a streak as possible. I'd love to tell you that I'm going to pray for sure every single day until the day that I die. I don't know that that will be the case, but I'd encourage you to pray often yourself. Now, let's look at James chapter 1, verse number 14. The Bible says this, But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then, when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Why is purity so important? Because sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Why spend so long on purity? Why spend so much time praying for purity and for uh, God to, to give me the practical ideas and thoughts uh, on, on how to remain pure? Well, because I don't want to kill myself, but kill my testimony. When it talks about death, I, I, it, very well, it's talking about, it's, it is talking about physical death, I'm sure. But I also want you to understand that there are multiple ways for the Christian to, in effect, die. When you lose your testimony and you no longer have the ability to make any substantial impact for God, you may as well be dead. Now, God can use, if you have a pulse, he has a purpose for your life, so don't. If you have some stain on your record, if you have something in your past that it feels like it's crushing you on a daily basis, remember, if you have a pulse, he has a purpose. There are things you can do, but you know what I'm talking about. You would trumpet with me a need for purity, how important purity is. Now, let me ask you if you would. We're going to go to a few other Bible verses very quickly here. We're going to look at the book of Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. And one final scripture today, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22, flee also youthful lusts, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace, with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Flee also youthful lusts. Friend, 
there are multi a multitude of scriptures. I've only shared like four or five of them this entire week, but there's a multitude of scriptures that point out the great need that we have for purity. So why spend so long on this very topic? Because I'm so very prone to sin. Why start with purity? Well, there's the old song, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. That song, sometimes, every once in a while, I'll just hum it to myself and think on those words. Holy, holy, holy. You realize in scripture, the Bible talks about how there will come a time when uh, the, the, the saints, the angels, will gather around his throne and sing, holy, holy, holy. Now, the tune may be slightly different. I'm not sure what it'll sound like then. I'm sure it'll be gorgeous. It'll be beautiful. But his holiness is one of those attributes that, number one, cannot be argued with, but number two, must be understood, observed, and respected. Without purity, why start with purity? Without it, all else falls on deaf ears. Why start with purity? Well, one of the next things that I pray for is grace and truth. Grace is far easier to give after I have seen myself for who I actually am. Now today, I mentioned previously on the broadcast that right now I'm outside. I'm in a beautiful gazebo. I'm uh, having a wonderful time. The weather is gorgeous right now. I don't know what it's like where you are, but uh, the trash truck just went by, and so I apologize if the uh, sound got a little frumpy there for just a moment, but it's giving you some reality. I can't, as a traveling full-time evangelist, unfortunately, I can't come to you from the pure audio of my studio all the time, and so thank you for giving me grace. But why start with grace? I just said, because grace is far easier to give after I and you have seen ourselves for who we actually are. When we understand how impure we are, we're more, more prone to give grace. Next, truth. Truth is far more applicable after you've seen the ruination that impurity leaves behind. We just read that verse. It was James 1, 14. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Truth is far more applicable after you and I have seen the ruination that impurity leaves behind. Also, it is pointless to pray for power. That's one of the third or fourth things on my list. I want to live, not just preach, not just talk on the radio. I want to live just basking in God's power. I, don't, I am such a useless vessel. But through him, with him, it's amazing what God can do with and through us if we allow him to, if we are pure and available. God does not fill vile vessels. Would you remember that? I want you to be used of God in an amazing way. I, I would hazard a guess that God will use pe his people in an evangelistic way for the gospel's sake to lead more folks to heaven when we live more pure lives. Now, again, this is not about sinless perfection. You and I can never get there. We will never get there. But why wouldn't we strive to live in such a way that we can be more used by God and for his glory? I'd ask you, if you would, to consider with me endeavoring, striving to live more pure, with more purity. Now, as we conclude the broadcast here in just a few short minutes, I'm going to ask you if you would, 
to reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. I haven't done this, I don't think, all week long. But if something I've said has been either a help, has been uh, a little bit of a conviction, maybe there's been something I said that you didn't even agree with, would you please reach out to me? I'd love to hear from you. I've found that in every critique, there is always a grain of truth. And so if you would, you can text me at this phone number. I'll give it to you right now. 309-316-7240. Again, that phone number is 309-316-7240. Now, I realize that the town around me is beginning to hustle and bustle a little bit more. So I want to thank you so very much for your willingness to tune in all this week. I'm sure you've heard a little, some birds in the background, maybe a dog woofing here and there. You've heard the cars going by, and uh, I want to thank you. I've been doing my best to stay laser-focused on what God has for us, and for me not to succumb to any of the distractions. I want to thank you for doing a great job as well. To each and every one of you that tune into this program on a daily basis, I can't tell you what that means to me. I'm going to ask you to tune in tomorrow for us special broadcast of Bible Tract Echoes. I believe we're going to have a great time together. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Before we sign off, if you do not use Gospel Tracks, let me give one last plea, one last plug for Gospel Tracks. I'm amazed to see how God uses Gospel Tracks for His glory. There's a reason our ministry has been around for 85 years. There's a reason we've printed over 600 million gospel tracts and put them out free of charge. But I've said it once, I've said, if I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. Our gospel tracts do no one any good on our shelves, in our garage, in our warehouse. I'd encourage you, go to BibleTracksInc.org today and order some gospel tracts. If you don't carry gospel tracts with you, please start. If you don't use gospel tracts on a daily basis, please start now. Leave them behind you like breadcrumbs. But before you do, let's make sure we're pure. It's a daily battle, is it not? It's something we've got to work on. I've got to work on each and every day, almost every hour, almost every minute. Thank you so very much for tuning in today. My prayer is that you have a great day for His glory. Tune in tomorrow as we conclude the week of Bible Tract Echoes. Thank you so very much for listening. We'll plan on talking to you soon. God bless.